What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Kicks and Picks podcast. It is time for the Champions League round of 16, our favorite time of the year. That means a very special episode to preview all eight of these matchups and also give you our thoughts on the futures. We have brought in a very special guest, frequent contributor to the podcast, Andrew Pissarro from the Plus Money Pod, at Andrew Pissarro, at the Plus Money Pod, who is knee-deep in Champions League with us all season long. This is not our first collab on the Champions League, so appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Looking forward to walking through these games together, giving out some picks, and I think between the three of us, we can give out a uh, a future, a Champions League winner. Uh, Scotty and I are on a two-season streak of giving out a European future winner, so no pressure. We're going to try to do it for a third. Uh, so we're giving out Europa Conference winners too, right? If you have one, so we're, absolutely. We're, we're, we're gonna, no, if you have one. Uh, I mean, yeah, Aston Villa. But uh, like, yeah, we're just <laughs> betting all the English teams so that whoever is in fifth place can get into the, the Champions League. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. I like it. Hey, a lot of English tax in these lines. So I think we'll uh, we'll get to them. So two games coming up this week. Or excuse me. Four games coming up this week. Two on Tuesday. Two on Wednesday. Same format the following week. We are going to try to knock it all out for you today. Starting with the games on Tuesday, RB Leipzig, Real Madrid, Leipzig at home, plus 220, Real plus 110, the draw is plus 280, and boys, I'm struggling to even just look past Real Madrid money line at plus 110. The form that they have been on has been stellar. They are this podcast team of the Champions League for two straight years. Talk me out of it. Is there a better bet than Real Madrid money line? Granted, they're away. Granted, it's two legs. What are you guys seeing in this one? There may be a better bet. I don't know. I don't see it right now. But when we get through the board, then one that might pop up. So I'll call that out if we get to it. But I agree. Like I think it's impossible to kind of go against Real Madrid in this one. I mean, it, it helps that Leipzig is at home. But their form even in the past month or so has been great. I think they've won one of their last five in the Bundesliga. Um, so they're not, you know, not even really cooking at this stage. And uh, like you said, Nick, Real Madrid have, have been playing well. Um, you know, I think we always tend to ride them during the Champions League because even if they weren't playing, you know, in their tip top shape, uh, usually they turn it on for Champions League. So um, getting them at plus money, I get it. They're, they're on the road, but and. I don't think this is a team that you really have to worry about traveling, you know, poorly. Um, they have the history and the experience to kind of get over any sort of home atmosphere. And, uh, you know, no offense to Leipzig, but they've definitely played in, in, in more difficult away fixtures in the Champions League in the past two or three years. So I don't think they'll be phased by it. Um, the value is there. And, and I don't think this is one that you really want to try to second guess, guess yourself too much because you're going to end up talking yourself out of a winning pick. The only better bet than Real Madrid money line right now is inevitably waiting until Real Madrid go goal down and then taking them for better value. Fact. That's also true. <laughs> like, it, it, why make it again? Why make it more complicated? It's Real Madrid money line. Their team total is minus one thirteen uh, over one and a half, which uh, is good enough for some people. I think uh, I usually like to get team total at a little higher, but um, yeah, I find it hard to believe that Real Madrid don't go back to the Bernabeu with a with a you know with a lead in this one. Um, this is pretty clear cut for me yeah i agree i think the the alternative is that team total because the fact that they just seem to score two goals in every single match whether they're playing from ahead from behind um i like it i like it when we're all in agreement 
So we won't spend too much more time on this game. I think that's the solid play. We'll stamp that for the pod and we'll move on to match number two in same day, Tuesday. This is FC Copenhagen at home to Man City, Copenhagen credit to them. I believe they were probably the surprise team of the Champions League to this point, made it to the second round. This is the most lopsided match uh, from a betting standpoint. They are plus 950 at home. City is minus 380. Is there anything to talk about here, or does City just absolutely steamroll Copenhagen? I think, yes, yes. City will steamroll them, but I I do have a fun stat that I looked up. So um, I don't know how many you guys, how much you guys are watching City week in, week out this year. Um, Not exactly the stout defense that they were last year. They have a lot of games where they're giving up goals. And Look at Copenhagen. They played well in the Champions League. They went toe-to-toe with Galatasaray, went toe-to-toe with Bayern Munich, went to beat Manchester United. Um, and I looked up all their home games this season. They have played 15 times at home. They have scored in 12 of those games. Uh, so I love Manchester City and both teams to score plus 185 in this one. Um, maybe it's a consolation goal, one for the fans. I still think, I mean, Holland's working himself back to full health. Um but I do think Man City roll, but I, I don't think it's crazy to think that uh, Copenhagen can uh, snag a goal in this one at home in front of the home fans. They have now probably paid their salary for like the next two years off just this Champions League run. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's probably the best place to find value right now. I was looking at, you know, if you, if you are of the type that you think City are going to roll through Copenhagen. And we've made that mistake, I think, on um, some of our previews, Nick, where we thought that Copenhagen were um, just enjoying kind of like a, a you know, a, a lucky streak there. And, and, you know, the results weren't real, but we are obviously wrong. Here they are in the round of 16. If you're still of the belief that you think City are going to run away with this one, I think you can do some things, um, get a little creative to get decent value and maybe create like, you know, parlays um, with something else either on Tuesday or Wednesday. So if you really think that City can run away with it, City minus one and a half at minus 120 isn't terrible. Um if you want to go uh, a little bit more creative and, and, you know, lines that Nick and I like to do city first half money line is minus minus one fifty. You know, you could do a, a parlay there with, you know, real Madrid and double chance or, or draw no bet or something like that. And uh, get yourself, you know, something that's pretty close to plus money, if not plus money already. Um, that's probably how I would take this one. Um, you know, I would just kind of like mix it in with, with some of the other, you know, plays that I like that are maybe a little chalky. Yeah, I think you both brought up brought up great points. Uh, the first places that I looked were kind of in those both teams to score because it's not outside of the realm of possibility that Copenhagen get a goal. I, I think they do. Um, you know, City are, are still trying to find their form with their full, complete squad or their, their starting 11, uh, right, as they had planned. So there are going to be some growing pains the fixture congestion is, is getting there, right? Like this is a lot of games for these teams, cups travel now champions league is back. So I did look at both teams to score. That's a plus plus one ten. both teams to score. No draw plus plus one fifty five. but Andrew just gave us a better way to approach that. And if you're kind of scared, you could always do the default like city and over two and a half. And I think that's at like plus plus one forty. So I think any of those bets are good. We're, we're obviously going to take the, um, the plus 185 that Andrew gave us, but Scotty is exactly right. The other way to look at this is um, 100% to just use City as a parlay piece. Even that minus 380 combined with something else 
can get you, you know, a, a solid parlay, something in the plus money realm. So credit to us because I think we came up with a lot more than than I was thinking when we originally just looked at the lineup here in this slate. And we don't have player prop lines in front of us yet. We're recording this the Friday before. Um, my guess is that you'll see some interesting player prop lines, especially like around a Kevin De Bruyne to score or assist. That'll probably be close to even money. Play me plus 110. Um, so something like that I think would be good because it, there's going to be goals in this one. And that's usually where you can kind of cash in on some of those props. Is this a rivalry game for for Holland because he's Norwegian and they're <laughs> Danish? Because I'm, be. I'm, just, I'm just saying. We... We can create that. Yeah, what's, story the, line. what's the reception going to be like in Copenhagen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I, if if they, if they were international, it would be a big rival game. But we'll see. Hey, we could do like the Michael Jordan thing where like he created false storylines in his head and that used him used it to motivate himself. Like we'll we'll say that Hallen's going to be motivated. We'll just throw that out on Twitter. I don't, I don't. I don't think he needs any motivation at this point. The dude missed the Ballon d'Or to Messi. I think. Uh, I think he's got yeah. everything he needs. For sure. I think that's the equivalent of Michael Jordan getting cut from his JV basketball team. So. All right. Look for Howland's <laughs> revenge. Uh, Wednesday games. We have Lazio at home to Bayern Munich. Lazio plus four seventy five. Bayern is minus one ninety. This is just going to be. City 2.0. Um, it pains me to say it. I think Lazio did a fantastic job of making it out of their group with Atletico, with Feyenoord. Bayern's way too much for them to handle. They are a complete mess right now. They can't score goals. Not that Bayern's been great because this is um, the most inconsistent Bayern that we've seen, I think, over the past couple of years. But I can't imagine they don't come out of this game at the Olympico with a, a pretty straightforward victory. Well, if you think that, Nick, I got a line for Hit you. Me. It's one of your your favorite uh, quarter goal Love lines. Um, Bayern minus one and a quarter is plus 120. I so if you think that, that there's no chance that they're coming out of this with a close game, you know, you could go minus one and a half at, at plus 155, but, you know... As your friend, I know you love to, to overstate how bad Lazio can be at times, and in the event that they do keep this one close at home and Bayern maybe aren't necessarily coming to try to throw a knockout punch in the round opening match of the round um, on the road, maybe that's the way to go. I mean, I'm looking at Bayern minus one, which is minus 120. I think that's the way to go. I think there's a, a little bit of protection there, but two goals for Bayern across this tie do it for them. I feel like Lazio does not score three on Bayern Munich. So I think this is a, a yeah, two nil I mean, victory coming out of this game. Their, their could... team total over one and a half is minus 180. So books love, you know, three plus goals in this for, for Bayern. I wish I could wager on Thomas Tuchel not being the manager of Bayern Munich by the end of this tie. Because I'm not saying that Lazio get through, but uh, Bayern obviously have a big matchup with Leverkusen this weekend. And um, if for some, for some reason Bayern don't get through Lazio, I think, I think Tuchel's finito at Bayern Munich. But. So the rule on the podcast, Andrew, is you can't say someone's going to get fired from their job unless you have a name to replace them. So I, I need to know who is the name to replace Tuchel at Bayern if he gets is fired. Is Hanks still alive? Because <laughs> I think I think he's he's due for like a fourth run at Bayern Munich. Jurgen Klopp yeah. he'd probably be coming back. Uh, I'm not Klopp. Excuse no, yeah. me. Um, the Jurgen think, Klinsmann. No. I'm sorry. I got my Jurgen mixed oh, okay. up. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. got knocked. I, was out like, of, I don't uh, think that's uh, happening. Just got knocked out of. I don't, the I don't Asia think Cup. he's available. 
I don't think he's available. I don't think he. I think he said I'm not stepping down with South Korea, okay. which is uh, classic. Classic Jurgen can't read the room. Um, but yeah, I, I this is like the one of this one, and I think Arsenal Porto are the two that I like. Just could not find anything that I liked in terms of pure value based on yeah. the way like recent performances for teams. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I can't. I can't bet on Bayern to show up and because you'll get like that Augsburg game where they should have won by three goals and they lose one nil at home. And like, and I respectfully, I don't know what's going on with Lazio. So, yeah, no, they're, they're a mess. That's what's going on with them. They're not scoring. I think that's really where I'm at. Like, I, I think Bayern at, if they play the worst game of their lives, they get a goal in this game. I, I think Bayern minus one has to be the play in an absence of, of, you know, is there three goals in this one? Yeah, well, maybe Bayern could score three, or maybe they win two to one. But I don't know. It, it just you know, first round ties. Not too much history between these teams. It's it's tough to it's tough to bank on that. And I, I think th- there weren't too too many overs. I I mean, this I I think books are looking towards the over in this one, like you said, Scotty, but there weren't too many that I loved throughout this entire slate. And this certainly wasn't one of them. I, I think this is just a, a one to two goal Bayern win, get out of Dodge, get back home. One and a quarter for me. That's my pick, right. my official pick. I like it. All right. Next one um, for this week on Wednesday, PSG at home, minus 160 Real Sociedad plus 450 Sociedad. The, team of the plus money podcast because you rode them handsomely to the first round in the champions league a ton of winners ton of value they were cruising in spain for a little bit the train has started to fall off the tracks a little bit oh no no no! it's not starting the train is off the tracks like real sociedad went to went from being one of my favorite teams to bet on to no, please stop. Like, I need someone to hold me back from putting the bet in every week because every, the reverse every, Juventus yeah, yeah, I, it, <laughs> it's the stripes. I don't know what it is. It's the stripes. But every week I'm like, oh, they should win this game. They have all these pieces. You got Kubo. I love the midfield. And then they play like crap. And uh, three straight games of zero zero for Real Sociedad heading into the weekend. Um, and then you get, you know, PSG uh, in, in, I mean, if if I'm a real Sociedad fan and the fact that hypothetically we're going to get Mbappe to show up at our stadium, but I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. That's still pretty cool. Um, but yeah. They, so Andrew, they, they I, were, I want your thoughts on it because I have long argued on the podcast that PSG were like super overrated this year. They were coming into that group stage, the group of death. I was trying to get a number on them to not advance in the worst way. They did wind up advancing by the skin of their teeth. It was goal differential, but this is another year for me where, okay, you know, they might win a game. They might win a, this fixture right over two legs, but where's PSG realistically going? I mean, I want to make a case so badly for Sociedad plus one, but like you said, they haven't scored a goal in like over a month. So this, this, this game to me is just really a pass game. I, I mean, I'm not laying, 160 yeah. on PSG. I don't care that they're home. There's just nothing for me to take in this one. I found value for you. Um, as we just said, we also see died can't score goals. 
uh, Kylian Mbappe picking up an injury midweek in one of the like 8,000 French cups that they have. Um, Mbappe, by the way, so I, I was on PSG um, at the beginning of the season to get out of that group. And I'm just a, I'm just a sucker for big players and big moments. Cause I don't, I don't hate Mbappe. Like I hate Ronaldo. I don't like, I enjoy watching him on the grand stage. I wouldn't say I'm like an Mbappe stand, but and it's the same thing. I don't hate him because I don't I, I don't hate Holland. I hate him like I hate Holland because he plays for Manchester City. Like he's just a fun player to watch. I don't have any like skin in the game. I just want to watch a great player in big moments. And so I had money on PSG to get out of that group. Um, well, I had them to win the group, which obviously missed. Um, that being said, I, I think it's pretty evident that his tenure at PSG and me being you know ambivalent about him is going to end as soon as he signs for real madrid um but like i said so can't score goals uh i don't there's two things i like ps uh real sociedad team total under half a goal is plus 144 which is yeah yeah exactly it's insane value for a team that hasn't scored a goal in 270 plus minutes of, of soccer and there's a bunch of games before that that they also didn't score. Uh, so I don't think that... And like Kubo has been back for a little while now. So I don't think they're going to magically figure it out. I think for some reason they just lost all the steam. Um, and I don't hate PSG and under three and a half at plus 125. Like I find it hard not to no. believe that this is a one or two nil victory for PSG. And I think you could take the outright two and a half if Mbappe isn't there. Yeah. Um, and I, I like, I hate this because if you've listened to my podcast or watched any video, I don't give out unders like unders, none of us do not to not, not to be that guy, but unders are against my religion. They go against yeah, everything yeah, they, that I believe in and watching and gambling on any sport, let alone this sport. But, um, I, I can't in good conscience tell you to take anything over two and a half in this game because I don't think. PSG are going to cook Sociedad, and I think Sociedad are going to be, you know, toothless in attack. Yeah. I will defend unders. Unders are acceptable for Torino, Crystal Palace, and they used to be acceptable for Wolverhampton back when uh, um, Connor Cody was was playing for them. So those are the only three teams I'll advocate unders for. Um, but I'm kind of with Nick on this one, honestly. It, it's more of like a pass game for me. I do like the value you just gave out there, Andrew, but for me, like... If I'm taking a shot on this one, I'm just going to take like a, a random shot at something. So like PSG to score a penalty at plus 330. I don't know. PSG tends to get their fair yep. share of penalties in the Champions League for whatever reason. They're at home. If they're not going to have Mbappe, they're going to need, you know, maybe a little extra help um, to get that first goal. So it, it, it's a it's a long shot, but I don't have a, a, a clear vision on anything else. So that's probably where I would end up for this match specifically. Yeah, as you were talking through it, I just think the under two and a half at plus one hundred five is like the safest. If I had to bet it, that's where I'm going. I hope this isn't as boring as we think it's going to be, just from an aesthetic standpoint. But I want us to win bets and give out winning bets. So that's why. That's why I kind of like the PSG in three and a half because it gives you, you one the insurance that oh my oh my god Real Sociedad scored and then PSG beat them to score two, and you're fine. Like, uh, I, I'm like that with Liverpool a lot where it's like, oh, are they going to win this game 2-0? Like, okay, cool. I'll take Liverpool and under three and a half. Like, they're plus 125 this weekend against Burnley. Um, so, I'm sorry. You said PSG and under three and a half was minus 120 or plus 120? Oh, it's plus 125. Yeah. I mean, all right. 
it's written down. It counts. Stamp it. That's the play. <laughs> Once I type it, it's it's good to go. Uh, cool. So that's going to wrap up this week's fixtures. The following week, uh, teams have a little bit of extra time to prepare. So these lines are very, very, very early. Certainly, um, you know, keep keep close to the pod here. We will update them if anything changes. But we are going to give out plays as the lines sit today. We have Inter Milan at home to Atletico Madrid. Inter is minus 110. Atletico plus 285. Atletico is one of those teams for me that I can't seem to make sense of ever. That's not just this year. That's not just the Champions League. That is going back like four or five years. They used to be an automatic under team. Like you'd, you'd get that grind out 1-0 win from Atletico. Terror ball. They're scoring a lot more goals this year, but they're giving up a lot more goals too. So that's the, they're like the enhanced wolves of La Liga, I guess, and the Champions League. Inter's just been on a roll. They've lost one game all season. Um, minus 110, they're at home. I, I think this is kind of a, a straightforward. I could totally see this game being a draw, by the way, but I think, you know, you, if you're looking at a pick, it should start with Inter on the money line. I, I won't argue that. Um, you know, we, we, temp, we, we have been talking about Inter and, and how they've been performing in, in Serie A a lot this, this season, um, how they're clearly like just the best team on paper. They've got everything that they need to, to win the, the Scudetto this season. Minus 110 on the money line at home certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, the team total is interesting to me. Their team total over one and a half is plus 105. Um, I think usually I would shy away from that against Atletico, but like you said, Nick, their, their defense hasn't been the same this season in, in seasons compared to seasons past. But I think more than anything, if I'm, if I'm taking something in this one, I like both teams to score at minus 120. Um, I don't think Inter keeps a clean sheet in this one. You know, Atletico will, will be playing a, certainly a more attacking style than we're used to in, in Champions League's past from them. Um, and so I, getting them both to score at, at Minus 120. I think that's actually a decent line. And I could actually see this being a weird 1-1 yep. um, where we, we've seen it time, time in, in the past where, where Inter get one goal and then they kind of take their foot off the gas. And then that kind of allows Letico to get back into it. Um, I've watched a lot of Atleti of late. I've been betting on Atleti of late. And for a while there was really profitable. And then for some reason it's it's kind of fallen out from underneath me. Um, I did after Atleti got through and, and rocked that group. What, I think they went undefeated. Yep. Um, I got them plus 2,400 to win the tournament, which I, I took knowing, Hey, if they get to the semis, I'm just cashing out on this. Um, the one thing that's different about this Atleti team, it's as Nick mentioned, um, they're scoring goals. Like Morata and Griezmann are playing insane football. I think Griezmann's playing some of his best ball since the 2016 euros. If I'm being totally honest, like we've kind of seen him yeah. go France mode for Atleti every week. And Morata's, kind of actually playing being that 40 million pounds, you know, striker that, you know, five different teams have paid for. Um, but so I, like I said, I have a future on Atleti. I'm kind of thinking because Inter are minus 135 right now to advance yeah. that that's a good enough number for a team that was in the Champions League last year. Um, they're out of the Italian Cup They're They kind of have a nice, not a huge lead, but they have a little cushion in the Champions League. I think I'm going to hedge a little and take uh, Inter to advance at minus 135. Um, I just, uh, at, at, at Letty are in the semifinals of the Copa del Rey. They lost in the midweek, uh, one nothing at home 
two athletic Bilbao, which means they now have to travel to Bilbao to turn that yep. over. Um, so and they're fighting for I, a Champions kind of, League spot for next year, right? I mean, they, it's not a guarantee yeah, that they make top three, top four, whatever they need to make in Spain. Right. I mean, right now your top three is your like confirmed top three is or top four is is just Girona and Real Madrid. After that, you've got Barca, Atletico Bilbao, Atletico Madrid, um, all kind of fighting it out for those last three, those last two spots. Sociedad and Betis are are hanging around and are being chippy. Um, so I, I, I like, I don't know if it's, and, and look, like they have Murata, they have Griezmann, but there's a pretty heavy drop off after that. It's just Depay and Correa. They were trying to bring Mods Keenan or Keenan, but, uh, he failed the medical. And so, uh, my concern for Athleti is not, not can they score goals? It's, it's who are you bringing on to change the game? If this goes to extra time in the second leg and I don't love Depay or Correa going up against that back line for Inter personally. And you look at that's the one like Inter, I feel like the only team in Italy that actually has depth. So, um, and the experience of going far in this tournament. So I, I think that's at plus at minus one thirty five. I think that's the only fair value of two advance that I've seen so far. Yeah, I agree. We haven't even talked about two advanced lines because most of them don't make sense, but it's actually, it's down to minus one thirty on DraftKings. I think that is a solid play where that takes kind of the, the unknown of this first leg away, right? I, I think over the course of 180 minutes or potentially more, you know, the better, deeper, more experienced team gets it done. Um, Scotty, I kind of, I'm, I'm with you that both teams to score does kind of jump out. I, I think this is a game you could even sprinkle the draw. Um, but if anybody wanted to take Inter money line at home, I, I wouldn't be upset with them. I don't think Inter lose at home. Yeah, I'll say that. They even, I feel like, the, I don't know if they have lost at home in Serie A this season. Um, I think that actually their only home loss is to Bologna in the cup. And Sociedad went there and got a nil-nil draw in the Champions League. So, Not to go off topic a little bit, but I was just curious. You know, Inter obviously made it to the finals last year. Do you think this Atleti team is the best team they've played in the Champions League outside of that Manchester City team they faced in the finals? Because their run last year was pretty easy. They played Porto, then I think it was Benfica, and then obviously Milan. Do you think this Atleti team that they just got, you know, in the round of 16 draw is better than either of those three three clubs last season possible yeah i could buy that i think i think yeah. i yeah i would i would absolutely i would say yes like i think if they interesting to see pull out like a two three goal aggregate win in this tie that they'll be feeling pretty good so yeah i think yeah. i think how this inter team do depends on i mean what are inter right now to win the, the whole thing not to oh, get ahead of things. oh we'll get there but they are plus 1800 <laughs> Disrespectful, I think, compared to some of these other lines. That is very disrespectful. That is very disrespectful. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're, we'll try to our best to fast forward to get there. The other game here on Tuesday, to me, this is like the the underrated matchup of the entire round. PSV taking on Dortmund. PSV opens up at home plus one hundred five. Dortmund is plus two twenty. The draw is plus two seventy. PSV are absolutely steamrolling right now. They obviously did well to make it out of their group, but I think they have like one loss all season or two losses all season between league and the champions league. Um, This is a game where I think goals can be expected. PSV score a ton. 
Dortmund are always good for a goal or two. Unfortunately, that over two and a half is minus 165. I really want to make a case for over three and a half at plus 155, but I don't know that we get four goals in an opening round match. Would love your guy, you guys to talk me into it, talk me out of it, tell me what else you're seeing. But man, PSV at home looks like a strong value. It's funny, Nick, because you almost got to exactly what I was going to say is the the pick of this match, which is the Asian line of over three at minus 105. I don't see how this game has fewer than three goals. It, it, I think it's more likely this game has five goals than this game has two goals. I agree. Absolutely can you, agree. Can you parlay that? Can you parlay that with both teams to score to get it to, pl- to a plus number? Will they let you do that with an Asian line? Because, I mean, that's pretty much the plus money podcast bet of every weekend is both teams are scoring over two and a half. It's minus 120 on its own, which is probably playable for me. Yep. Um, I, I, yeah, I also this is uh, the America Bowl, by the way, between well, a little less. So now that Gio Reyna is not there, but um, this is this is the matchup with the most Americans in it. So I, I want, uh, you know, somebody had to say it. Yeah, um, I like it. Not 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 that any of us are, you know that hellbent on the u.s men's national team but um uh yeah i i do think i think this one's gonna be fun i think this place is this is if there is a tie that i will feel great about parlaying over two and a half with something else going on that day this is this is that this is that game like whatever your best bet of the day is you parlay that with over two and a half in this game yep i agree yeah now should be- I don't know, Nick. I know you, you're 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 high on PSV, yep. but you know the other line I'm looking at, Dortmund plus a quarter goal is even money at plus one hundred. You know, do we really think that? I, I know PSV at home, but like, are we that certain that they're going to get a, a win in this one? Or to me, like, I this one does kind of feel like a draw to me. Like, I could see this being a two-two, like back and forth, really entertaining. Neither team comes out yeah. with an edge, and it's all up to the second leg back and No, I, I could absolutely game. see that. Dortmund is just another one of those funny teams for me. Like, they, they let you down when you're expecting them to do something good. They pop up and score two or three goals when you think they're dead. So, it, tricky, tricky, tricky matchup. I mean, you're not wrong. It's tough to bet against Dortmund. They, they tend to show up in this competition at least through this round or through this level. And and PSV is kind of untested, right? When was the last time they were in a Champions League? I'm struggling to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've had a really nice resurgence, but not really a... Dortmund haven't lost a game since uh, December 9th. 3-2 loss to, to Leipzig. That's the All last right. game that they lost. There you go. Lost the, form is, the form is there. So that's not bad. Draw no bets, plus 135. But you mentioned, right, plus quarter of a goal is what? Even money? Even money, plus I like it. I like it. All right, let's close it out with the Wednesday matches on the second week. Napoli at home to Barcelona, plus 160 for Napoli, plus 250 for the draw, plus 155 for Barcelona. Two of the biggest underachieving teams this year domestically. I would say underachieving in this competition, but they both made it out of their group and they are both they're playing each other, so I don't know that I could say that. <laughs> Napoli, I think, is getting a little more respect than they should be. They are at home, tough place to play. Barth also have kind of been all over the place. I th- This game just screams chaos to me. I, I don't know. It, it could be a, a 2 nothing victory for either team. It could be a 0-0 draw. It could be anything. I, I just have no clue. 
you know, that it screams like to me again. This is another game that I pass, but I just I watch even though I don't have money on it just to see the chaos and like the disaster unfold. Um, and I think you know, both teams. I think you can also classify as like manager lists right now, yep. right? They neither of them really have like their guy that's going to be moving forward. So like we don't really have anything to base like what you know how they're going to approach this game off of, right? Where we can't say like oh Barcelona is going to come out you know try and attack and you know have 60 percent possession and, and and you know bleed napoli to death and we're not going to be able to say like yeah napoli's just gonna sit back absorb pressure and try to counter we just don't don't really know um i think the interesting thing osiman should be back for this right nick this is far far enough now away that he should be available for napoli because this is the a week from yeah i mean from wednesday yeah. provided he does not get hurt somehow some way or need rest or anything like that <laughs> fair it's a lot fair. to ask over over so, yeah, a game so like if if you're really trying to, you know, put money on this game to watch, then I think, you know, again, that the over line for two and a half is a little tough at minus 150, but over three is plus 110. If you want to want to be entertained by chaos, and you want to have money on the game, you take an over three and just root for, for max chaos, I guess. You know what I'd take in this game? Um, penalty to be a word. I like it. You got you got the crazy pitch down there in Napoli. Um, you have a Barca defense that's been up and down all over the place. Um, I, it's that, or maybe like, uh, Lewandowski or awesome. And if they're either over like plus, I mean, it's, it'll be tough to get Lewandowski over plus plus one seventy five. but, um, if you can get either of them, you know, goal scorer or whoever takes the penalties goal scorer at a, at a number better than plus plus one fifty, I think that's where I'd go. Um, I, I just wish both of these teams could be eliminated. Like one can together, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like like neither of you are winning this. Like just go, just just take the prize money from advancing, split it, and go home and call it a day. Because I think both teams could just, you know, use the money and just just get rid of them. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Barca are a mess. Napoli. Yep. So this just as much. So. The lines are not out yet, but this game to me screams corners. This game to me screams cards. I think depending on the markets for those two bets, this is something we come back to. Like I'm not willing to yeah. bet on goals yet. I'm not willing to bet on a money line. I think uh, you're right with that penalty to be awarded. That's right in line with cards. Let's let's wait a week and see where the lines end up. Cool. So last matchup. Of the eight, we have Porto at home to Arsenal. Arsenal's a big favorite, minus 115. Porto plus 310. The draw is plus 250. Guys, Scotty and I are terrible with Portuguese teams. I think we're especially terrible with Porto. Um, So, Andrew, we are going to lean on you to, to give us a winner in this one. I think Arsenal are the better team. Um I think minus 115 is, is obviously a playable number if you like them. But are they getting a little bit too much respect to go to Portugal and, and walk out of there with a win? I think so. Also, um, I saw a TikTok about this, so obviously it's true. It's incredibly cheap to to go to matches at Porto. I think their last Champions League match, they sold tickets for like 40 pounds. So um, uh, Portugal is a hop, skip, and a jump from the East Coast. So if you're looking for a place to go see Champions League for on the cheaper end, um, Porto is the way to go. I'm trying to do that next season. Um, but uh, I 
look, I know Arsenal beat Liverpool this weekend, and I know they were the better team, but I, I still think they're frauds. Like I, I, I like. I think they're in a similar place to where Liverpool were that when they won that first trophy under Klopp, but they spent way more money and their their fans are being way more aggressive about it than Liverpool fans were. Um, I think the best thing that Arsenal could hope for this season is losing in a Champions League final. And the irony is that Porto were a team that Liverpool blew right past in both of those runs to Champions League finals. Um, the fact that it's a home game for Porto does give me some... Um, and also with Arsenal's own history against Portuguese teams in European competition, let's not forget that they lost to, to Sporting last year in the Europa League. I don't hate at plus one ten both teams are scoring over two and a half. I think uh, a home cooking for for Porto. Maybe they get on the board. I do think Arsenal handle business, but the question is, what are they doing this weekend? And what are they, yep. or what are they doing the weekends leading up to this? Because we know Arteta does not rotate his boys. Saka is going to play every minute of soccer between now and then Martinelli, who seems to have found form is going to play every minute of soccer between now and then, and could certainly play himself in and out of, of form. I know they're very close to getting Thomas Partey back. Uh, I, I, yes, I think Arsenal, I think I'm getting them at minus minus one ten right here on FanDuel. Um, money line. Uh, no, it is minus one fifteen. But still, if that number at minus one fifteen, I think that's a good enough number for Arsenal. Um, they haven't reached the the like number the the threshold of like Liverpool or Manchester City, where if they're a plus number, you have to take them. Um, they're getting close, but um, I I just don't trust Arsenal in huge huge moments yet, especially on the road yet so far. So I would kind of hedge with both teams to score and over two and a half. I'm going to caveat everything I'm about to say with reminding everyone what Nick said about our ability to read Portuguese teams and that it's we're bad at it. So you should listen to yes. Andrew. However, I am on the podcast and I have to give my opinion. And so my opinion in this case is that I think similar to what Andrew's saying, I'd like double chance for Porto here um, at home in the opening leg with, I think, Arsenal getting caught off guard a little bit. Like that always happens in a round yep. of 16. We haven't really found a team yet where we say like, hey, this is a game where like the favorite's going to get caught off guard going on the road. And there's lots of favorites going on the road in this round of 16. I think this is where you take the chance at minus 105. Yep. I think Porto can absolutely catch Arsenal sleeping a little bit, um, force Arsenal to come and have to win their home leg um, at the Emirates. With that said, Porto this year have only allowed 13 goals in the league um, in 20 matches. Their defense has been their know stalwart at the same time they've also only scored 30 goals in the league so i'm looking at the under also at two and a half it's minus 120 i don't hate yep. that um if you have a, a home team that is the underdog and their calling card is defense in the champions league you can bet it's going to be a let's soak up the pressure and force arsenal to break us down and you know andrew how many times have we watched arsenal this year where they've just slept walk through the first 70 minutes of a premier league match against a wolverhampton or a crystal palace and then have to score like one or two goals in the last 10 minutes to get the win um so i can see that trend kind of continuing yeah, here I, I, so i love the double chance i like the under two and a half i'm kind of with you i think we've identified two or three teams that you could take a stab with uh, with the double chance this like uh, i'm thinking back didn't porto have zero goals in their knockout loss last year like over two legs Against right, Inter? weren't they in both Probably. of those games? Yeah, because yeah, Inter, Inter had like two games. So sheets. is Arsenal yeah. scoring three in this first one? I don't know. Like the under does kind of seem like it's there. It almost seems a little too good to be true right now. So uh, 
conflicting opinions yeah, here. That's but why you don't listen to me and Nick. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a five nothing Arsenal win, is what we're saying pretty much. Yeah, that's what Liverpool did to Porto once. And like they, yeah. I think they beat them four nothing, five nothing, and six nothing in like in in multiple and yeah. multiple head to head. So yeah, I I I don't think these Porto teams are that Porto team, unfortunately. But um, I also don't think this Liverpool is that this that this Arsenal team is that Liverpool team. Yeah, fair. Um, it did they did dog Crystal Palace a couple weeks ago, which Liverpool never seemed to do. But um, I don't know. I just I'm not. It's going to have to take Arsenal actually winning a trophy for me to believe in them. And I also don't know if that's fair. The line is not out yet, but the absolute lock of this match is going to be Pepe to get a yellow card or a booking. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. 40 years old. That's his calling card in the Champions League. If that number is plus money at all, that'd be an. It'll probably be around minus 110. That's going to be like he's been around that number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. All right, so that is every single game. Hopefully you you found a little bit of enjoyment there listening to us. You found a play that you like. If there's something else you like, of course, please share it with us. And now we are going to try to do our very best work. There are 16 teams remaining. We're going to try to give you the winner. Um, I I think traditionally over two years, you know, it's, it's just been Scotty and I. So we've given out like two futures picks, one like the nice long shot, one the one that we think is going to win. We've been pretty successful. We're going to give out more than that because Andrew is here with us and he's really smart. But let me just run everybody through. Sometimes. Let me just. Sometimes. I'm really smart. <laughs> Let's run you through the odds quickly before we just bounce around with our thoughts. I'm going in numerical order. Man City favorites plus 200. Bayern next plus 400. Arsenal plus 550. Madrid plus 550. And then you get into the fun. PSG at plus 1400, Barca plus 1600, Inter plus 1800, Atletico is plus 2200, Dortmund plus 2500. And then there's seven teams that I don't think can do anything uh, Napoli, Sociedad, Leipzig, Porto, PSV, Lazio, Copenhagen, all plus 4000 or more. I guess before we dive into it, does anybody have a case for any of those bottom teams? at all i have none nobody do in the you, bottom eight i think has a chance do you take psv plus 8500 just on the the pure chance that they get past dortmund and then you could maybe cash it out at a at a at a reasonable number like yeah, is is that I something guess we you should could... caveat it now right because uh that's a great point books are very different please um you know Check the books that you have, but some are very liberal with these cash out offers compared to others. But I'm looking at DraftKings; they're plus ten thousand. I mean, if you think they're making it out of this round, you're more than doubling your money after two games. Uh, so I, I don't think that's a bad play. I'm kind of with you. Yeah, I'm getting it at plus eighty five hundred on FanDuel, and they're usually better at at cash outs than DraftKings okay. for me personally in New York. Yeah, there you go. But I mean, in I, I guess. By that logic, you could do the same with Dortmund, right? They're plus twenty five hundred. I don't know. So yeah, they're thirty five. They're th- plus thirty five here in New York. Yeah. Well, shop around first of all. I, I think we should we should start with that, as we like to say on the yes. show. Yeah. If you're in a state with multiple sports books, or if you're offshore, whatever you're doing, definitely shop around. These lines vary widely, so you're talking about a thousand difference right there, just by looking at a different book. Um, uh, so that's an interesting tie, right? One of those teams has to make it through. They're both 
four digits or more after that plus sign, that's not a bad way to try to make a little money if you believe in Dortmund or PSV. PSV to advance, by the way, is plus 125. So you'd have to hope that, that those lines drop to like plus 4,000 or, or shorter in order to kind of get that same value. And my, my concern would be if they draw City in the next round, yeah. know, are those numbers really going to drop that much lower? Fair. That's fair. That's, that's very fair. Um, yeah, I think your like best hope is that they somehow draw like... You need another you upset, need like a really. Barcelona. Yeah, you want somebody else to upset Barcelona them. or Napoli, yeah. yeah, like that. Somebody they could realistically yeah. beat. Yep. Okay, so we just made a case for none of those teams in the bottom eight. I think you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think everybody will agree that nobody's taking Man City at plus two hundred. You could find a plus two hundred bet on Manchester City in any given game if you're a little bit creative. We don't lock up future money for numbers that short. But we have Bayern, Arsenal, Madrid, all in that same plus 400, plus 500 area. Do we have a pick out of those three that can win this Champions League? The team of the pod has been Real Madrid at plus 550. You know, we've we've cashed that before. I think when we cashed that, it was plus 900, it was, when we did that. It was that, plus 1,600, I think, or something. Original. I think we placed, like, multiple futures, if I'm not mistaken. Like, we had them at the beginning okay. of the round of 16 and then they were still like plus okay. 900 going into the semifinals or something like that yeah so this it's a little bit shorter on odds this time but you know of the teams that you just mentioned between Bayern Arsenal and Real you know we don't love Arsenal based off of what we just discussed you know I, I, I agree with what Andrew said I think they're still a little bit fraudulent in terms of where they are at, in, at the top of the you know the leagues um, Bayern is interesting but you know, they do tend to put up some duds in the Champions League. Like they just they're they're kind of like similar to where City are were last year, where like I just don't fully trust them to put together a consistent run. Um and then, you know, then that's leaves you with Real Madrid. So I think of those three, I would go Real, but um I don't know. It, it's it's not the same juice that we're used to getting. I have a ticket Love. on Real Madrid um at plus nine. At the beginning of the season, I thought um, I, I got it right before uh, what I thought was going to happen with Mbappe was where he was going to sign. And then he didn't. But Real Madrid are just you can never count them out. So I love that at the value. Um, yeah, I think they're the only team. I mean, like they. They just come back all the time. And you like I, I know you don't want to put yourself like that in the Champions League. And I know. You know, they're, they're light at the back because it's Kepa, it's not Courtois, and there's been injuries in the defense, but Man City aren't playing at the same level that they were last year. I don't trust Bayern. And nobody else really has the, the in my opinion, the experience that is capable of of making a run in this Champions League. And, like, I, I got it at plus nine. If they make it to the final, I might just cash out and call it a day. But... um. Yeah, of those teams, I think it's I think the only one to go to is Real Madrid, and, and I'm seeing them plus six hundred cool. on FanDuel, so um, they're definitely available uh, at, at a, a better number if you shop around a little. Absolutely, stamp it, team of the pod. Three years in a row, we are going to back Real Madrid to win the Champions League plus six hundred. That sounds better than plus five fifty. 
And then let's play around here with the long shot. We got a couple of teams remaining. PSG plus 1,400. Barca plus 1,600. Inter plus 1,800. Atletico plus 2,200. Obviously, one of Inter or Atletico will be eliminated after this round. I can potentially make a case for any of them. I could certainly talk you out of any of them, but Inter Milan at plus 1,800. Team that has lost, I think, twice in all competitions all season. Made the final last year. I just think that's a little too good of a number to not take a chance with. I'm not necessarily saying they win it, but I think they are better than Barca this year, better than PSG this year, and I expect them to get through Atletico. So I think that plus 1,800 is a really, really, really strong number for Inter. Yeah. I think that's the one where if you want to do the let's like invest and then cash out at a later round, I think Inter at plus 1600 are the ones to do it because they certainly can make a run to the semis again, in which case you're probably going to be able to cash it out for, you know, two or three X what you put in. Um, But at the same time, you know, you could look at the draw and if at that point, you know, maybe City has dropped out and, you know, we just talked, I just mentioned Bayern, how they they tend to have their hiccups in Champions League and you might even want to just hold on to it. Um, and who knows, maybe you, you get lucky and you get a, a final between Real and uh, Inter and you're, you're good either way. Uh, yeah, I would, I would go with Inter as well. Um, and I, one thing that I did just see on FanDuel, they have to reach the final and they've entered to reach the final at plus 1100. Um, so uh, I don't know if that helps or hurts, but uh, oh, yeah. that is, that is interesting value. Um, I, again, you're out of, they're out of the Copa Italia. They just have Serie A to focus on. Uh, I'm not saying they have Serie A locked up, but they've handled every challenge that's been presented them. Um, I uh, like I said, I I think maybe it's just instead of hedging and taking Inter to win the in, in, instead of t- hedging and taking Inter to win the tie, maybe I hedge and just take Inter to win the whole thing and pray that they don't run into a buzzsaw of Manchester City in the next round. But they have depth, like they they have the ability to rotate. Uh, La Toro has been playing. His best Lights ball, out. Marcus Taram. Mark, Marcus yeah. Taram has been excellent for them. Um, I I don't think um, I don't I don't think there's a crazy gulf between them and Manchester City. And uh, I don't know this this inter team is very good. So at plus eighteen hundred, um, I do love the value there. Love when the podcast is in agreement. Um, anything else we want to look at with futures here? I mean, I, I think we gave out. Two consensus plays here. Anything else? You know, do we take a stab somewhere else? Is there anything else worth looking at? Or if you like any of these super long shots, do you just reset after this round? And you know, there'll still be a lot of value there. I think that's kind of what I'm thinking at this point. Yeah, if you like any of the long shots, you can probably get them pretty good at to advance out of this round, and from there make your next call. Right. So if you're looking at the Real Sociedad's or Leipzig's, for example to advance you're going to get them at plus 200 or better so i would probably go with that to start and then you know reassess when you get to the quarterfinals um i do want to point out europa league leverkusen are still plus 550 to win the tournament um they haven't lost the game yet in all comps so i know that's i know that's the thursday tournament um uh, i have a ticket on them at plus a thousand right now uh which you could have gotten much earlier in the season but uh yeah we'll see what happens with them Hell yeah. Love it. And good luck with that. And 
Andrew, dude, thank you so much for joining us. Please. I mean, I'm hope hopeful at this point, our listeners are familiar with you, but if they're not tell them where to find you, what you guys are doing, give them the scoop. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew Pissarro. Um, and you can follow the podcast at the plus money pod. Uh, we drop usually every Thursday afternoon or Friday morning, 15 minutes, our best bets for the weekend. Um, sometimes there's a lot, sometimes there's a little, uh, Nick has jumped on a bunch. Uh, it's pretty fun. Um, and I, I love a parlay. I love an over and I love a both teams to score. Um, yeah, we're just put us at time and a half and listen to us while you're in the line to get your coffee. And, um, I'm always the other thing that I love betting and um, I love I love shot par, uh, shot prop parlays. So uh, if that is your speed, um, I'm your guy. Yeah, this dude routinely runs out like 30 or more shots in the game. And I'm just like, well, what, what game are you watching? And then all of a sudden I look at the stats after the fact and there's 35, 38 shots. I'm like, OK, spot on yeah. again. Here I was doubting you. So we're trying. thank we're you trying. again for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed the content. We will be back with you after this round to do it all over again. Catch you guys next week. <laughs>